yeah. Harvey Weinstein. Oh, yeah. We are now... Oh, sorry. Is that your job? Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Do your intro, Nels. We... Wait, what did he say? You're now listening... You're now listening to the best podcast in the history of podcasts. No, he goes, well... Bend over and show me your... Wait, that's... That's, not that's so Weinstein, bro. <laughs> no, it's do your intro. We don't know it, bro. Yeah, go ahead. Do your thing, bro. All right, hold on. What does he say, though? Hold on, wait. I just got to ask a question first. What's up? Buddha. Yes. Are you ready? Yeah. B. Are you ready? Studio audience. Goldar? Studio audience, are you ready? These live takes, boy. Goodness gracious. Oh. Yeah. Now shut up. You already know what time it is. You always draw this out way too long. It is time for America's Favorite Sports Podcast. <coughs> Ladies and gentlemen, now presenting balls. Yikes. Sports podcast. Hey, that was scandalous. Very scandalous. Hey, 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 what he does. He also does this thing where he shows up to the Patriots game and they lose. We gonna get to that later. Save that for later. Save that for later. <laughs> just foreshadowing. Hey, bro, just let me know when you go to a Cowboys game. Nope. All right, cool. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to visit the stadium when they're not playing at home. Hey. That's not lit. <laughs> smart. He's smart. That's, that's not Flames. lit. Um, yeah, but we'll definitely get to that later. How y'all, how y'all boys doing, though? We good? Yeah, another man. week? It's another week, another dollar. You know, Gucci I'm guilty. Not Buddha, I'm Nels. Um, I'm easily Vegeta. Uh, <laughs> friend, uh, 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 oh, there's that mouth season. Again. Oh, man. I passed it on to B. Come say, come say, My freshman team won a, a good one. Last seven seconds, we got to steal. Uh, won the game with a layup, you know. 56, 54. Oh, so you're coaching basketball now? Coaching basketball now. You should probably, yeah. I'm switching hats. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm switching hats from football to basketball. Very nice. Jack of all trades here. Nels, what are you doing now? I'm switching hats from football to flag football. Shout out to the uh, Lady Titan flag football team. Um, Making it, we're we're making big strides this year. Big strides? I heard y'all raised some money, man. We did. We've we've raised about $1,100 in fundraising and uh, Mm. I'm very proud of them. Um, the good thing about about this team and, and the program that, that I've taken over, um, all we need is one win, and it's 100% approval, uh, 100% approval rating. Yes. And, you know, we're here. Um, so not much pressure. There you go. You know, not much pressure. Get that one here. win. You know what I'm saying? I've already made $1,000 more than we did the year before. So, I mean, hey, we're here. Boom. Spot up. Boom shakalaka. Shout, um, <laughs> shout out to NBA Jam. Shakalaka. Shout out to the makers of NBA Jam. Don't know what y'all do with y'all lives. But you know what's crazy? What is that? Uh, what's a shakalaka? 
What is a shakalaka? This we must do more research. Into. We let this go. I'm gonna. I'm while, while we're going right now. I'm gonna look up shakalaka. All right, go ahead and do that. What's um, a shakalaka? In the between time, um, you know, uh, as we're transitioning, trans transitioning. All right, transitioning, trans trans. Start the episode over. Transmission <laughs> trans. Transmitting. Transitioning? Transit. Trans Those mouth seizures. Transitioning. Yeah. Mouth seizures is a disease and you caused it. <laughs> My bad. It's uh, spreading like wild. I didn't know. I was highly susceptible. <laughs> <laughs> it's spreading like wild. Fire As guys. we are transitioning into the bowl season, you know, we have a lot of downtime as far as the NCA, the NC. <sighs> A-A- I didn't even get to announce it first that we're going into that. The wait, wait, wait. Before you go, before C- you go. I looked up Boom Shakalaka. Double. We're listening. Go, just talk over him. A- okay. So according to Urban Dictionary, Boom Shakalaka is the sound that is heard when someone makes an awesome slam dunk. When Tim Duncan made that dunk, the announcers yelled in unison. Boom Shakalaka. Boom Shakalaka. That I'm Pretty positive that that never happened. You know, you never yelled boom shakalaka on Tim Duncan. <laughs> hey, Tim, boom shakalaka. Thank you. Hey, what segment are we in right now, bro? The NCAA. The N. You already did this. Oh. So, NCAA. Uh, not too much to talk about uh, this week as far as NCAA Baker goes. Mayfield. We're about to get Baker into Mayfield. the uh, the bowl games and Baker stuff Mayfield. starting this week. Baker Mayfield. Oh. Um, Baker Mayfield <laughs> won the Heisman. Won the Heisman like we all knew he would, so we don't really have too many things to say about yeah, that. Yeah, we, I mean, we knew they were sending the. That was easily the most predictable. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of crazy they'll talk about it, him so much in a bad way, and then he's just like, you know, let's give him the Heisman. It wasn't. It wasn't as predictable as we're making it seem. It was really a two-man race, period. <laughs> love, love, kind of came in late. They just stuck him in there. Yeah, love came in late, but we already knew it was Barkley because Mayfield. Uh, he's not even the best leading rusher in college football. Bryce? Yeah. He was, he, he was explosive, though. Definitely was explosive. Shoot, if you want to talk about explosive, you should put that boy, um, Motor Singletary on that list then. Listen, Motor just, Singletary. Let's talk about him. Let's uh, talk about good old dad. <clears throat> let's talk about Motor Singletary. Motor Singletary was balling this year. It just goes to show you that the, uh... The, the people outside the Power Five don't get any love. Mm-hmm. He didn't even get invited to any of these things. I don't even know if he made the finalist list. Mm-hmm. But I guarantee you that you stack his season up against any of these other running backs that were even on the list. I'm pretty sure he did better than 75% of them. No love. No love at all. What's love got to do? Got to do with everything. <laughs> everything. What's love for the second hand emotion? She killed that. I love how we all went the deep route on that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Shout she out to Nippers, man. Shout out to Mario. Hey, time. two times for my dog, Ike Turner, Wait, a.k.a. What? Mr. Eat, Eat the Cake Anime. <laughs> it's some damn oh good for It's a damn good cake frog. <laughs> I always wondered if he actually did say that. Like, eat the damn cake anime. I don't know. All right, we getting off topic. So NCAA, off topic. Uh, it was I Turner was Birdman before Birdman. Oh my oh god, Lord! Think about it. <sighs> Holla at you next podcast. 
And he's gone. All right. Now, uh, so B, do you have any updates on this ever-evolving coaching carousel we have? Yes, in the coaching football? carousel. It's it's going to be a revolving door to to the season begins next season, um, or probably to summertime at least. Uh, if you hadn't known already, Will Taggart is official at Florida State, um, taking over for Jimbo Fisher, who took the Texas A&M job. Um, he didn't, and he couldn't retain his offensive coordinator, his offensive line coach, I'm sorry, Mario Cristobal would have been, who would have been a very key component in recruiting the South Florida region because Mario Cristobal became, he stuck around in Oregon and became the um, actual head coach now. So he took that job. Um, let's talk about, choo, choo, choo. James Franklin of Penn State lost his um, offensive coordinator, uh, Joe Moorhead. To, he took on the Mississippi State head coaching job. Scott Frost over there at um, Nebraska, we know about that. But his OC is my boy Troy Walters, who played at Stanford, I believe. He was a receiver over there. He, he was a receiver's coach at UCF, where he followed Scott Frost. None, none too crazy. Um, the Washington head, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, Washington OC, Jonathan Smith, he resigned to take the Oregon State head job. Uh, just a whole bunch of moving around, a lot of shaking and shaking and rolling. Oh, another thing too, Jim Levitt, who was the former head coach at USF, who was and new, <laughs> and new, and also the defensive coordinator at Oregon. And still, <laughs> so you guys agree. That was Nell's fault. <laughs> that was completely Nell's fault. Go ahead, B. Nah, I like it. I'm <laughs> I win champion of the world. My bad. Just had to finish it off. So, Cristobal didn't go with um, Tagger, and neither did... Mr. Kennedy! I thought you were going to go with um, Mr. Perkins. Canada! <laughs> I don't know. I, I think you guys are going somewhere else. All right, go ahead, bro. Headline. Louis Levitt, the old USF head coach, who was the D.C. now. He stayed, he, him and Crystal Ball stayed at Oregon. Oh, which, he didn't go anywhere. His last name is Levitt. I mean, he, he didn't leave it. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was good. You're punny, bro. Hey. <laughs> But one we, the one we didn't talk about was Herm Edwards taking that Arizona State. We didn't he, talk yeah, about that. Yeah, that's right. That's we, right. Listen, you can't say you didn't see that one coming from a mile away. He announced that he was going right. for after the job on SportsCenter. Well, not Sports, was it SportsCenter or was it? It was Sports Is that where he went? What do you mean? Arizona State? Yeah. And he went to Arizona State. He announced it like in the morning. Like, okay. In, like the morning Sports Center. he was saying like, you know, he misses coaching and that it, it, it presents... I was wondering why that I was wondering why that would be the school that he went to. Okay, but so You know, that's that's a really that's a really good question. I don't have any answers for you. Cause I'm sure he probably could have gotten a job coaching at a better, I mean a better school. But maybe that's the school that reached out to him, period. True. You that's know, true. they probably don't like let's just reach out to Herm Edwards. Or there might be people there who's worked with him before. Oh. Um Alabama's defensive coordinator, Jamie Pruitt. Took on the head coach's job at Tennessee. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. That's so, big moves. Remember now, Lane Kiffin, who was the Alabama OC, he's over there at FAU. He did his thing. Now you got the defensive coordinator, Jamie Pruitt, at Tennessee. So we're going to look at what Alabama looks like for the years to come now because they're losing key components that help the whole recruiting. Get them and, out of here. And coaching. 
So when's Nick Saban going to retire? If that's, Nick, that's what we have to if wait Nick for. If Nick Saban is anything like Belichick, then we're going to see this team go through a drastic change. Mm-hmm. Now, why doesn't Nick Saban coach in the NFL? He, just, he, he, he had his time. He, okay. But like, I it's mean, a good, it's a good question. But yeah, but and like, I can, even I can answer no. it for you. I can answer it for you. Um, in order for you to make that transition from college to the pros, um, you need to have um, a franchise who can get behind what, what you've done to, be, yeah. to be successful. Um, if you like, for example, um, the I'm not gonna even say one of the I would say the most successful coach as of now to transition would be Pete Carroll. He's transitioned beautifully well. Right. But this is his third time, though. It is his third time. However, the difference between this time and all the other times, they literally let him run it like. A college program. What you what you said is very vital. You he said never. You need an organization to get behind you. He if you don't have that, it will not work. Call the Seahawks a team. If you ask him about the team, he'll always be like, "Well, what we have established in this program is that third. He literally That's does right. the things that you would do in a college program. Think that these guys have to do community service. It's not a it's not an optional like, hey, like no, like these guys are legitimately doing." Community service, even though there are a lot of people on that team that, well, I mean, now that Marshawn Lynch is gone, but there was already an expected community service output anyway. But I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't hurt that to have sense. that coach add to it, right? That makes sense. Good. The Jim Harbaugh at San Francisco, why they look so good. They got behind them for those couple of years before they started it's really butting heads. Now, the thing, the thing about it is, is that it's, it's like I said, it's good for the coaches here. But remember, two weeks, three weeks ago, we were saying how it's bad for the players. Because now what you have is players that go elsewhere and cannot succeed, right? We can, we can say Marshawn Lynch low-key is there, even right. though he's coming later in his career regardless. But he's, he's not that far behind um, his, his peak to where he should be underperforming the way that he is. It's just that you got to think about it. Marshawn Lynch falls under the same categories as who? He think he's a bigger, faster version of Lendell White. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, if you look at how those receivers were set up at, in Seattle, it's set up just like how USC had their um, wide receivers set up. You got three good wide receivers, a solid tight end, and then on a defense, it was predicated on what? Secondary play. Secondary and linebacker play. All the USC teams we know that was under... Pete Carroll was predicated on secondary and linebacker play. And he did and he had a notable free or strong safety that was making noise because you had Darnell Bing, you had um what's that big kid who He is a rover playing center field. Yeah. If you want to take it to pure defensive terms, it's a rover back playing center field. And that's right. what he had in Cam Chancellor. Yeah, a rover back playing center field. Because people always thought it was and, and the way they set up the defense was always wonderfully done because they would always assume that Cam would be guarding the tight end and it would be Thomas that would be free. But a lot of times they would switch it. <clears throat> you know, so like you have you have something set up where this franchise is completely behind you doing what you have to do. Um, Saban didn't have that. That's why he quickly left. 
He just he just didn't have it. And yeah. and he and when you're sure of yourself, which he is, Nick Saban took LSU and made LSU what it was for the right. time being. And Fun fact: Nick Saban is from the Bill Belichick tree. Right. Absolutely. So he knows, like, look, I'm going to, I can make a winner. Just give me what I want. Period. Do exactly as I say. And we know that the Dolphins franchise is not known for that. Yeah. Think about do. how many great coaches. Because for 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 what it's worth, like as as we mentioned, I went to the game. And 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 I'm and I'm kind of looking at the Dolphin facilities. I'm looking at the fan base, and I'm thinking about like the history. The Dolphin franchise, realistically, isn't a bad franchise to work for as far as history is concerned. It's one of the original teams in the AFC. They have the undefeated season. They have the. Uh, they have the. Um, wow. Lost train of thought. I sure did. That thing so caught me off sorry. But we're not going to blame anybody today. I'll um, take full <laughs> L for that. <laughs> sorry. But, um, My full L for that. <laughs> My um, allergies. It was your allergies. You sure you don't got another one in you? Me. Oh, okay. Um, but you, the Dolphins have all that behind them. And they have the history. All what? Super Bowls. Oh. Undefeated season. Those appearances? Hall of Famers. They do. They have it. If you yeah, man, I'm just asking the question. How many appearances do they yeah, have? I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm saying those Super Bowl, Super Bowl appearances. Yeah. Okay. They have... No, no, they have two Super Bowls. Okay. Yeah, and they've been to four? Three. Four. They lost one to the Cowboys. One one against the Redskins. Lost one to the 49ers. It may have only been three. They been might, four. They've been to four? Mm-hmm. They've been to four. Because I know for a fact they lost one to the Cowboys. Okay. I know they won one against the Redskins. I can't remember who they won. The Oh, against the Vikings. Okay, yeah. So yeah, they, so they won against the Vikings and they won against the... Uh, it's Vikings and Redskins. And they lost to... Cowboys and 49ers. As long as the Raiders have more rings than the Dolphins, I'm okay. Yeah, so we've won I mean, three, been to five. <laughs> people, you, you got to realize in the in the totem pole of franchises, the Dolphins aren't doing too bad. Right. Yeah. yeah. However, you gotta you gotta think about all the great people. Well, who's doing bad then? I'm sorry. Is the Cleveland Browns doing bad? You have you have the probably pole of franchises. More than half of the franchises have either won or no Super Bowl. Mm. So this is this is what I'm gonna say. I wanna know who's the nose that haven't won one. Like Jacksonville? This. Philadelphia. Philadelphia has never won one? Mm-hmm. Philadelphia hasn't won oh, one. Oh, that's all bad. Cleveland um, hasn't won one. They need some milk. Chargers haven't won one. Jacksonville hasn't won one. Jacksonville hasn't won one. You said Arizona? Arizona hasn't won one. Oh, they're so close. Tennessee hasn't won one. Uh let me look Carolina. This up. I'm look this up. Um, Houston. Houston. Um, there's there's a couple more that we're missing. Cincinnati. Cincinnati. I think the Vikings. It's eight. Vikings haven't won. Hasn't won one. Are you eight. sure? I'm. Ooh, I think it's they might eight have. clubs. Eight clubs that haven't won. One. Cardinals, Lions, Eagles, Lions, Titans. Lions, yeah. Charges, 
Browns, Bills. Yeah, oh, Bills. Bills. And they, went four, they went to four and in a row Vikings, and yeah. lost every single one. I know one. the Vikings haven't won. Yeah. The Vikings have been to a lot, too. I believe the Vikings have been to, like, four or five. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, so. But the Bills, the Bills are the worst, though, because they went to four in a row. See, but the Bills, <laughs> the Bills, for what it's worth, though, isn't that low on the totem pole. They couldn't get over that, huh? They're not that low on, on the totem pole um, because they've been to those Super Bowls, you know what I mean? And they do have that fan base. So to go back to what we were saying, like the Dolphins have had great, not just coaches, but they've had great front office personnel that go there and lead. Right. You know what I mean? And it's just because that franchise wants it to be done a particular way. And and for some, for, for successful college coaches, it doesn't work. If I've been successful, and, and let's be real, college, there's so much more to do as a college head coach than there is an NFL head coach. Yeah. A lot of the things that you do as an NFL coach, they come to you. College football coaches have to do the they have to be in charge of the game planning, they have to be in charge of the recruiting, they have to be in charge of the scholarships, they have to be in charge of all of these things, all these little things. And like they said, you're in charge of a program. Right. I feel it's it. it's a program. You're the head of this program. You're best friends with the athletic director because you're probably the biggest money maker in your school. You know what I mean? So when you're not giving these guys you think, successful, they're going to leave. Do you think it's a politics thing, too? There's a lot more politics involved in the NFL? As far as, like, the scrutiny, the... There's just as much politics in, in college football. In yeah. the playoffs. I feel you, yeah. You know what I mean? So, no, there, there, there's just as much. I just, I just feel as... As... Though there is a lot... There's a lot of tape in college. It's a lot more yeah. tape, red tape all over the place, but I think that's why Nick Saban wasn't necessarily successful. I think he can definitely be successful in the NFL in a franchise that I mean, if you would think accommodate about it, his ways. If you watch if you watch Alabama, you watch how Alabama goes and how they uh their offense and defense goes. They run an NFL based everything. They heavy with the ball control, run the ball, they try to gut it down your throat, play great defense behind it. Try to minimize errors, and if you don't look, that's that's NFL. Bobby Petrino, did he go to the NFL? Oh, let me look it up. I, I want to say Bobby yeah. Petrino went to the NFL too. It's gonna be funny if he went to the Dolphins. I don't know why I'm thinking Dolphins. I want to say that, but I don't know. Hmm. Bobby, who had the scandal, Petrino. I'm really trying to figure this out. Or did he go to another school and then left quick? No, it was the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta Falcons. Oh, Petrino? Yes. Yeah, he was at the NFL. Yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. was at the Falcons. He was I, NFL I, I knew that. And then he left and then went to another school. Mm-hmm. And he had already signed a deal like before he even got into, I forget if there was like a particular time. But he was already there. But you know what, though? I'm looking at now. Bobby Petrino was in. He was another one of those guys. He was in the NFL already. Then he came back to college. So if you if you look, um, he was already at Louisville back in '98 as the OC. In the year '99 and 2000, to 2000 till 2001, he was at Jacksonville. He served the time at Jacksonville. Then 2002 came to Auburn. Then he was at Louisville. Um, that's when he got, I believe, no, the scandal was at Arkansas. He did Louisville, and then when he, once he left Louisville, he went to Atlanta Falcons there, 2017. I did, well, in Bobby Petrino's case, I don't know if 
he would have panned out. He can out. coach. He can coach. I don't know how well he would have panned out in the league. But you Three know and ten record. You know who's a league coach that would be fantastic in college? Um, John Gruden? John Gruden, bro. Yeah, too. Remember, they he's, linked, he's going back to the NFL, though. So remember, they linked his name to Notre Dame for the longest. But I, I would not want him to go to that school because he has, I think, he needs one of those schools that could, they allow him to get rugged. You can't get, you can't get tough in Notre Dame. Nah. You can't. You just can't. Not they not like all. everything cookie cutter clean. Not at all. So, yeah. Cool. If John Gruden was at USC, woo! There'd be a problem. You guys have anything else college football related? I just want to just take some time to shout out FAU real quick. This is your FAU minute? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> FAU. Woo. Um, it has come upon us again for us to talk about the fighting owls of Florida Atlantic University. And um, on Tuesday, it will be the Boca Bowl where uh, our fighting owls will be playing against some guys, Akron, Akron Zips, and um, we're going to beat them. Because that's what we've been doing all season. We've been beating everybody. Ten and three. Seven more wins than losses. So go FAU. Go in and watch this victory. Let's finish this year with a bang. FAU. That being said, we want everybody to know that we will be recording the podcast a day early next week. So you'll actually be getting this ep- the episode on Tuesday as opposed to Wednesday. Because we will be going to the Boca Bowl. So we won't be recording Tuesday night. Shoot. If we was real, we record from the Boca Bowl. We, oh, we, that would be way too much noise. <laughs> These mics would, would be, explode. <laughs> All people hear is... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So if we have nothing else, be you good over there? You got anything else? I'm Gucci guilty, bro. Like uh, the cologne. I'm not sure what that means, but okay. So we're going go to we're gonna go into the picks for the bowl games that are happening this weekend. So as of right now... Uh, we all got the Army Navy game correct. We all cho- chose Army, and they only won by one point. Cho- we all choked Army, huh? Yeah, choked I mean, Army. Chose. Wow. Pause. That's what's up, bro. Pause. So we're choking Army people now. Um, this dude's nuts. We're on the edge, bro. So, anyways, so B is still the front runner. He's uh, sitting at eighty-two and twenty-four. Nels bro, is in you second. Know that's impressive. Nels is in second at seventy-six and thirty. And then me in third with my limited college football knowledge at 75 and 31. I was using my... Didn't, you didn't have to do all that. You didn't have to put... I'm proud of myself. I can't, I, can't be pr- I can't be proud of myself. <laughs> shut, shut the fuck up. Hey, wow. you, didn't, you didn't see I was using wow. my instant transmission. That's such harsh, harsh censorship that you used just now. Shut the now. front door. Whoa. Whoa. What the French toast? <laughs> <laughs> you that liquor. Oh my god. Who are you calling a queen? Queen, queen, lit liquor. All right, all right. So, uh, we got five games this weekend. Hell, man. I just got some bad news. I'm going to wait till we get to the NFL. Okay. So. Bad news. Bears? Nope. Oh, great. Great. So, we're going to start with uh, balls. The New Orleans Bowl. It's going to be Troy versus the North Bowl? Texas. The, the New who? Orleans. The who? New Orleans. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank hey, you. I just, the make, Bowl. I just wanted to make a what mention. What occasion that? I just wanted to make a mention that uh, FAU has won the New Orleans Bowl. Yes. Yes, we have. So, um, it's Troy versus New- North Texas. Who y'all got? 
Troy versus North Texas? Yes. Do we get records? Yes. I'm oh, sorry, you're on the records too. Sorry. Thank you. The t- Troy is 10 and 2, North Texas is 9 and 4. I actually like North Texas in this one. I kind of want to go. Green Machine, right? Yeah. I, I kinda, I'm, I'm going North Texas with this one. Well, yeah. I'm going Troy. <laughs> <laughs> this dude here is petty. All right. We got the AutoNation Cure Bowl. AutoNation Cure. Yeah. Uh, Western Kentucky, they're 6-6, six and six, versus Georgia State, they're 6-5. and five. Western Kentucky. Huh? I'm going Western Kentucky as well. Yeah, they got yeah I'm going to go Western offense. Kentucky. For them to go 6-6 six six this year, I guess they didn't do defense, half. Defense was booty. That means it's going to be a shootout. Buddy. Remember they played in the Boca Bowl last year? And they put up yeah. numbers. Yeah, they put up points. Yeah, that game was lit. It was a basketball um, game. I, I was lit. No, we were lit. We went to that VIP tailgate last year. I'm trying to score tickets for that again. That you guys did not tell me about. I only got three tickets. I was at the game sober as hell. Thank I you only guys. got three tickets. Sorry. You guys, yeah. Three, you got three tickets, right? And there's three of us here. Right? No, one of my, uh, yeah, my profiles hit me up. Save it. Frat comes first. This guy here. Oh. Sorry. Co-host. Wi-Fi? No. <laughs> okay. Um, hey, listen. I barely remember the Boca Bowl. Dog. We were lit. Oh, wow, I shouldn't say that considering the audience. I don't remember the Boca Bowl because I was so tired. I was drunk. Um, <laughs> we, got the, we got the Las Vegas Bowl where we have number 25, Boise State, at 10-3 and three, versus Oregon, 7-5. and five. I got Boise, man. They're gonna, they're I got gonna Boise as well. Bo- Boise versus Oregon? Yeah. Yep. Taggart gone. Boise. Oregon. Ooh. Mario Cristobal from the U, baby. Gotta respect it. You are. All right. We got the New Mexico Bowl. We got seven and five Marshall versus seven and five Colorado State. Marsh. Marshall. I'm gonna go Colorado State. Marshall does a great job of recruiting down South Florida kids. But I'm sorry, Marshall, that's gonna cease to exist yep. after these guys get right in their comfy seats. Dan Mullen, Will Taggart, uh, Mark Rick, um, Mississippi, Charlie Strong, Josh Heupel. They're going to lock up Florida like a bad habit. Lane Kiffin. Mm-hmm. Butch Davis. Butch Davis. Oh, my God. Um, Florida Kiffin. Yeah, it's about to be locked. Florida so, last but not least, we got the Camellia Bowl. Well, wait a minute. What? Come on, come on, come on, come on, yeah. come on, Camellia. It's uh, Name the artist. You come and go. You come and go. It's um, Middle Tennessee, 6-6, six and six, <laughs> versus Arkansas State, 7-4. and four. I'm going Arkansas State. You said Middle Tennessee and Arkansas State? Yeah. Ah, well, the middle, you said Middle Tennessee is what? what? Six and six. Arkansas, Arkansas State, seven and four. I'm going Arkansas, Arkansas State. Middle yeah. Tennessee State ain't what it used to be, dog. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought that if it was Memphis, I'd easily say Memphis. Okay. So, those are the peaks. Is that a boom shot? Pick, I said peaks. Those are the picks. Yep. Oh, yeah. The first week, I was always those bowl games, which you simulate. I can't speak, man. Oh, my gosh. NCAA football. Mm-hmm. All right. So, moving right along to the NFL. Um, D-N-F-L-D-N-A-F-A-L-A. So, B, you had bad news. Do you want to say it now or do you want to wait until after? Yeah, I'm going to say it now because as I'm scrolling, as I'm scrolling. Through my um, excuse me, Niffle. Bless you, bro. Kazuntite. As I'm scro- so as, as I'm so eloquently scrolling through my Twitter feed. 
Can you allocate these clothes? I'm aggravatedly pissed off. What happened? Oh my because goodness. what do I see? A picture of this dude with a thumbs up. And the breaking news is Green Bay Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers oh, yeah. states that he's been medically cleared he's to return. He's back, baby. Because I'm not even going to lie to you. Green Bay about to go to the championship game. I'm not even going to lie to you. The door swung, the door swung clear open when Wentz went down yep. in the NFC. It swung back open again. Because the best quarterback in the league is back. Philly was going to close yeah. that door easily. Uh, but now the door swung back open. And I was going to be like, okay, Cowboys, we got a fighting chance. Let's go ahead and finish strong. Just finish strong. Now, I'm going to do the the rankings right now, and, we'll, and then we'll talk some Aaron Rodgers real quick. Okay, so as of right now, the where everybody stands as far as the playoffs go, for the AFC, the Steelers are number one seed. They clinched the AFC North this week. Um, Patriots at number two. Jaguars moved up to number three. Chiefs remain at four. Titans at five, Bills at six. And then you have the Ravens, Chargers, Raiders, and Dolphins still in it. Um, and on the NFC side, the Eagles moved back up to the number one seed. They clinched the NFC East. Uh, then you got the Vikings at two, Rams at three, Saints at four, with the Panthers at five, Falcons at six, and the Seahawks, Lions, Packers, Cowboys still in the hunt. Um, I was going to get to Aaron Rodgers in a little bit, but... You know, since you brought up Aaron Rodgers, if the Packers went out, they will they will get into the playoffs. Um, let me just see who their remaining games are against, real quick. We play them. No, you guys played them earlier. They have the Panthers this week, who are currently they have the Panthers, the Vikings, and the Lions. Those are three teams that are ahead of them. <laughs> on here. But the Panthers is one that they could knock out potentially. Or do the damage to. So if they went out, they could find themselves sneaking into Yo, a wild card Green spot. Bay, they almost gave the Browns the first one. Yeah. Well almost. yeah, that was Brent Huntley. Yeah, they almost did. Almost. Alright, so this week we got six uh teams that have a different clinching scenario. Uh for the NFC the Eagles can clinch home field advantage throughout the playoffs with a win and a Viking loss. Or they can also clinch the first round bye with a win um, or a tie and a Rams-Carolina-New Orleans loss or tie. Is that's it? Is it both both yeah. Carolina-New Orleans so they're pretty, they pretty much in. They have to win, yeah. though. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah. Man. I mean, well, they already, yeah, they already clinched that that uh, they already clinched the, their division, who? but they can clinch that first round by as long as they no, win this I, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who do they play this week? This week, the Vikings play the Bengals. <laughs> you know who I'm picking. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, now, speaking of the Vikings, they can clinch the NFC. Oh, wait, did I say the Eagles? I was talking about the Eagles. Sorry, no, the, yeah, Eagles, don't play the, the, Eagles. the Eagles don't play the Bengals. No, the Eagles this week, the Eagles play the Giants. Okay, even better. Oh, that's a wash. That's, that's going to be a wash. Okay, now the Vikings play oh, the man. Bengals. So the Vikings can clinch the NFC North with a win. Um, which, they'll, which they'll get. Which yeah, with, with a win or a tie, actually. That's it? Yeah, or a Detroit and Green Bay loss or tie. So Detroit, who Detroit plays? 
Detroit this week is playing the Bears. Minnesota will And the clinch. Bears played very good. Minnesota yeah, will clinch. Last week. So, yeah, I think Minnesota is definitely going to clinch this week. They're playing the Bengals. I think they'll win that game. Um, now, if they don't clinch their division, they'll at least clinch a playoff berth as long as Seattle, Atlanta, New Orleans, or Carolina lose. Any of those teams lose, they clinch a playoff berth. Ooh. Vikings. It's still the Vikings. I'm on. Vikings will be fine. Yeah. Vikings are going to win against um, Andy Dalton. Then. Now, the Rams uh, can't clinch their division yet, but they can clinch um, the playoffs with a win and a Detroit loss or tie, a Green Bay loss or tie, a New Orleans loss, or an Atlanta loss. So as long, That's a lot. Yeah. So either they win or they need... Detroit or Green Bay to lose or tie, or New Orleans or Atlanta to lose. So, any of those situations. Now, to the AFC, the Steelers can clinch home field advantage throughout playoffs. If they win this week versus the Patriots and Jacksonville loses or ties this week. Um, And then they can clinch this week, or they can clinch their first round bye with a win or... Um, a tie and a Jacksonville loss. Patriots can clinch the East with a win or a tie, and um, or with a Buffalo loss or a tie, and then clinch the playoffs with a Baltimore loss or tie. And then finally, the Jaguars can clinch a playoff spot with a win or a tie and a Buffalo loss or tie. Or a tie and a Baltimore loss or tie. Or if Baltimore and Buffalo lose. Or if Kansas City and L.A. Chargers, as long as that game doesn't end in a tie. So it looks like no matter what, Jacksonville's clinching this week. Hey, that sounds awesome. As long as, as, long as Kansas City, L.A. Chargers doesn't end in a tie, they will clinch this week. Um, officially eliminated from the playoffs. All the teams eliminated right now. We have Indy's gone, Tampa Bay's gone, Washington's gone, Denver's gone, Cleveland's gone, Chicago, San Fran, and the New York Giants. They're all out. No chance! Um, (laughs) So this week, the number one seed in the NFC, the Eagles, were dealt a, a crushing blow, if you will. They lost a staggering defeat. They lost their MVP quarterback Carson Wentz mm-hmm. um, out for the rest of this year with an ACL tear. Could miss the start of the 2018 season. New ACL tear. Um, so what I really want to what I want to talk about with you guys is how far do we really think the Eagles can go? Now, the Eagles are a very talented team all around. With they, the quarterback, with the quarterback they traded for and got back as the quarterback yeah, now, and he's a good quarterback. I can't think of his name right now. Nick Foles. Nick Foles. Ooh. Nick Foles. Is he a good quarterback? Because he folded. He folded on Chip Kelly. I mean, he had a season. Well, that's Chip Kelly. I mean, he had a season with them where he threw 27 touchdowns and two picks. Like, and I was, he threw seven touchdowns in a game? Yeah. That was against the Raiders. Don't want to talk about it. Um, yes. <laughs> everybody. Jinx, show me a soda. <laughs> no, but... Um, but I feel like he's he is a good quarterback, and they don't really need an elite quarterback with the rest of that team around them. I think they can do really well still. Eagles can go to the Super Bowl. With okay. Foles. Do you think they will? 
go to the Super Bowl. I like how you Not say. Back. I like how you say can go. Which just, which, just, which just doesn't mean anything. They can. Any so, team could go to the Super Bowl. So where do you honestly? Nah, any team can't. Cleveland well, can. What? Stop. It okay. Is, when you play on the video game, on so easy. let's so let's do this. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he's ridiculous. Oh man. All right, so let's do this. <clears throat> let's say the Packers slip into the sixth seed. Okay. And the Eagles maintain number one. Why are y'all speaking this into existence like my Cowboys in, aren't into the mix? Still? They are. I'm, we're just, he's, he, I'm talking about for Nell's situation because he's saying the, Packer, the Packers are there. So, in Nell's situation, Packers get in with six seed, right? Mm-hmm. So, Eagles will get the first round by. Mm-hmm. Wild card, you got the Rams. Assuming everything stays put with that exception of the six seed. Mm-hmm. Rams play the Packers. Mm. Saints play the Panthers. Who do you see winning those games? Rams against the Packers. At the Rams. Yeah, because Green Bay won't be at home for any of these. Now, mind you, Aaron Rodgers, it is his collarbone of his throwing arm. That's true, so it's not even that strong. If we we get a chance to play Aaron Rodgers, sorry, Aaron, we're going to have to come after you, boy. I mean... I don't see the only reason why I put Aaron Rodgers there is just because again you brought up the collarbone, which is a very solid point. Right. But But he's Aaron Rodgers. What NFC quarterback do we know right now that can single handedly just turn a game outside of I'm sorry, because I was about to definitely ignore him, Russell Wilson. Right. Right. Because, yeah, he can flip the game those upside the, down. Those are the two quarterbacks that, and I forgot to mention his name, too. Those are the two quarterbacks, no matter where you put them in the playoffs. If they're in the playoffs. Their team got a chance to go to the Super Bowl. No, yeah, that's very scary. Period. And there, and there's a good chance they both might be in. Seahawks, how are they looking? Seahawks are 8-5. and five. They're yeah. literally they're the same record as the Falcons, but, like, they're just on the outside. So, it's... It's there, man. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I think the Eagles, I mean, I think they'll hold on to their first round bye. I don't know if they'll hold on to, well, their remaining games, they might be able to hold on to the number one seed. Their remaining games, they play the Giants this week. They play the Raiders next week. And then they finish the season against the Cowboys. Here's a better question I think they'll y'all. lose that last week, though, if, because think, they'll be resting people. Do you think Ooh. Nick Foles? The Eagles. Do you think Nick Foles? Is that bad of a quarterback to where he would really not be able to utilize these weapons on offense? No, I think he's. I think he can. I definitely he, think you he realize, can. You realize, like the Eagles, as far as like weapons are concerned, they're like the most balanced team yeah. in the league. They're stacked. Yeah, can he do athletically what Carson Wentz can do? No. no so no, the, absolutely not. But so <clears> the Philly <throat> offensive line needs to really step up in this case because Carson Wentz has been able to bail them out when the pockets collapsed. Nick Foles can't do that. He, yeah, he cannot. He can't. He can't. So as long as the as long as the offensive line steps their game up and keeps them protected and keeps them clean, they could make it to the Super. Bowl. I feel like knowing that how their how their coaching staff is set up, I think they're going to drop a well enough game plan to keep everything together. Yeah. You got to think about that team has two solid receivers, two solid running backs, two solid tight ends. On the offensive side of the ball, and their defense is is definitely something to write home about. Mm-hmm. I think they'll lose. It's a good team. I think it's they'll lose. Yeah, I think they'll lose the conference <laughs> championship game to the Minnesota Vikings. 
You think the Minnesota Vikings going to the Super Bowl? I think the Vikings are going to play the Super Bowl in their home stadium. I don't know. I just feel it. We would watch this to happen. I want it. I really do. I think that'd be awesome. I mean, Buddha wants this, and Buddha wants this alone. The people in Minnesota have spoken to me. They said they don't even want it. Do you know anybody what? in Minnesota? You're out name of your mind. Three people from Minnesota. Yeah, I can't name anybody from. <laughs> can't name your sources. You can't but, name your sources, bro. <laughs> but what about what is it? Pennsylvania, Ohio. What is it? Pittsburgh, Ohio. Pittsburgh, Ohio. I can name three people from there. All right, go for it, bro. Tom, Jane, and James. Oh, that's cool. That went over well. Um, so. <laughs> So, um, yeah, man, I, I, I think Eagles definitely are still the Super Bowl favorite without wins. So you think? That, so you, do you think they're going to the Super Bowl though? Because I think they go to the championship, and I think they lose. You gotta the championship. give me. You gotta give me. I need a better playoff picture. Let me see the playoff picture, and let me let me see what goes on. Okay. So and, we'll, 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 we'll. And here's another thing that we're actually sorely overlooking. Um. If Dallas does win out and gets into the Super Bowl, I mean Super Bowl, and gets into the playoffs, don't they get Zeke back? Mm-hmm. They get a Zeke healthy, back. A healthy Zeke. They back. get Zeke back after this week. This is the last week without Zeke. Mm-hmm. Zeke comes back next week. Bruh. And and Dak played a hell of a game last week. This he is did. the thing I want. I want to say that uh, that I saw last week that is a problem for the rest of the NFC. Dak has figured out his rhythm again with Dez. Yeah. Without Zeke. That's a problem. Without Zeke. That's a problem. Shout, so, out, shout out to Alfred Morris and Rod Smith for picking up the load and doing their thing. They Dang. did. Where's yeah. Rod Smith from? Is it FIU? I'm not sure. I believe he is. I think it's um, FIU. Now, what, what, I, what I will say is the NFC playoff picture is definitely looking a little bit more intriguing than the AFC yeah, playoff picture. And, and, but, and it's going to be a hard-fought battle for Dallas. They are going to need help other than them just winning out just mm-hmm. because they are at the bottom of the teams in the hunt for the NFC. So they will need outside help. But because a lot of these teams are playing each other these last couple weeks, they could get it. Yeah, man. They it, could it's, get that help. It's, so it's, it's a good look right it's, now. Yeah, these this is a very intense last couple of weeks. Usually, I feel it's like a very the, intense week. This I feel like the past. I feel like the past few seasons, around the last three or so weeks, we already kind of knew who who was gonna. It was just a matter of seeding for the teams, and we already know who was in and everything like that. So, I don't know. I think I think there's a lot more at stake this season for a lot of teams because I mean, in this season we've had so many superstars that are just out. So it's. Full of backup quarterbacks, full of just role players that are coming and doing what they got to do. Mm-hmm. So it's it's interesting, that's for sure. Um, all right, so moving off the Eagles, and we already discussed the Packers. Uh, if you guys don't mind, I just want to talk Raiders with you for a second. Um, Raiders sucked again this week. Ouch. Uh, now, if you didn't watch the game and you only looked at the final score, it seemed like the game was closer than it actually was. The final score was 26-15, to 15, uh, but it was actually 26 nothing in the fourth quarter. Um, Yikes. Yeah. And I think I finally know what's going on with the Raiders. Uh, and it all involves Derek Carr. Uh-oh. Um, now, I do still think Derek Carr is an elite quarterback. But we knew going into this year the Raiders' secondary was going to be an issue. It's always been an issue. 
their defense in general has just always been an issue. So I would never, I've never been hyped up for what the defense is going to do. You know, outside of Khalil Mack, he's the only guy who's bringing his A game every week. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that being said, Derek Carr is not mentally 100% healthy yet. Last year, week 16, he broke his fibula, had him out for the season. Now, you guys know injuries like that, mentally it's kind of hard to get back in your groove and not think about it, right? True. So, first two weeks of the season, DC played good. He laid an egg. Nickname alert. Yeah, he he laid an egg uh, week three. Week four, he broke his back. Missed one game, came back a week later. So now, his mind, he's thinking about his legs still. He's also thinking about his back still. So if you're noticing how he played last year, where he would sit in the pocket almost a little longer than he should have, just to give it enough time for for Cooper and Crab to get downfield enough to where he can launch that deep ball. Or he would scramble out to the side and make those plays with his legs. He has not done that this year. Mm-hmm. He sits in the bucket. He's, he's releasing the ball. Um, he's in the top three quarterbacks for it, how fast he's releasing the ball from the snap. And all of his passes, and I keep complaining about it, like short screen passes, he's doing a lot of dink and dunk. And... As much as I want to put it all on our offensive coordinator, which he does get a lot of the blame too because he's made questionable decisions. There's no reason why on a third and one you have our third running back in instead of Marshawn Lynch and you give him the ball. No, you, you put beast mode in those situations to get that one yard. You know, So there's a lot of questionable decisions he's made throughout the year too. He's not off the hook. And the receivers aren't off the hook for all the balls they've dropped this year. But... Derek Carr has hit a mental block that I don't think he's going to get over until next year. And I think that is the nucleus for the problems with the Raiders. Yeah. <clears throat> sounds accurate. Sounds, sounds legit. Mm-hmm. Makes sense? I, I've got nothing to add to that. Okay. Just wanted to share that. It was, it's kind of just been on my mind. So, moving on to the New England Patriots. Love them. Woo! Go Pats. Okay. Um, I love a girl named Pat. Now, there's only five times I will ever cheer for the Patriots. Those being when they'll play my division, and they play the other three teams in my division, and the two times a year that they play the Miami Dolphins. Because if there's one thing I hate more than the Patriots, it's Miami Dolphin fans. And uh, the Patriots laid an egg last night. There's really no um, no other way around it. They were without Gronk, but they went 0 for 11 on third down, which is very un-Tom Brady-like. Uh, Tom Brady just didn't play well in general. Uh, but I don't want to talk about it too much. Nels, I want kind of your insight. You went to the game. I did. Um, and, you know, just kind of from your observations being there and, well, you know, you're – how you feel about what happened? For one, I think the Achilles that's bothering Tom Brady is starting to show a little bit more. 
it is his um, Achilles that yeah that's messed up. Yeah. Okay. Um, I also <clears throat> want to mention that with Gronk being out, um, as much as I don't want to put too much, I guess credit Stark. to his name or stock to his name, Chris Hogan just came back from injury. Danny Amendola's been missing. For the whole season, right? That dude's been missing for two years. Yeah, he's just he's just not been there. And then, you know, to make matters worse, the one weapon that they did have, Brandon Cooks, Brandon Cooks was getting doubled the whole game. They now, bracket, they bracketed him the whole game. Before you continue, I do want to just say because you said that they have tried to rectify that today. They signed uh, wide Britt. receiver Kenny Britt, which is a good pickup, for which will help out as far as the doubles go. A big bad Kenny Britt from Rutgers. Yeah. Yeah. Just so, want to throw that out there. So what what happens is is that now you've only got one receiving threat. Amendola had like three or four drops. I mean consistent drops, which didn't help the affairs at all. And what I will say is for sure, Tom Brady was definitely off mm-hmm. on on the, the there was an interception that he had where I mean he's he underthrew. Yeah. I mean he really way underthrew underthrew who he needed to go to. And, I mean, it, it's, it's just one of those things where, you know, it's a loss. You know what I mean? And, and like I was trying to explain to some of my students today um, who are Dolphin fans and were happy and cheering and stuff, I was like, you cannot be happy with you guys firing on all cylinders and the Patriots playing as trash and as crappy as they did and the scoreline being 27 to 20. And the only reason why it's 27 to 20 is is because of two back-to-back penalties at the goal line. That score really should have been twenty-seven to twenty-four. Right. If you really want to get into the in the main scheme of things, I said I don't know any real football fan who's watching a game like that that's gonna sit there and be like, "Damn, man, we lost!" Like honestly, it's it's one of those. It's like okay, it's an L, but I don't I don't know if, if I would be happy with that win. No, I feel you. I wouldn't be happy with that win. Like, they fired on all cylinders the whole first half. They went in 2010. The defense finally picked it up. And, and you know, it, it showed. And you know what's crazy? I, I don't know if this is this sounds bad. But even when there was, like, three minutes left in the game, and you guys were down by how much? Two scores? Yeah. I was still like, the Patriots are real rude for allowing the Dolphins and the fans to think that they're actually going to win this game. <laughs> like, I really thought, I was like, there's no way that the Patriots aren't going to come back. Because I'm so used to seeing that. Right. Like, in those situations, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the, that offense is wounded. Yeah. And, and, and I didn't knowing, realize how many injuries y'all had. Yeah, knowing, knowing Bill Belichick and knowing how that whole organization works, majority of those guys will be back come playoff time. Yeah. Healthy. Right. And, Which and, is always know, a dangerous thing. Yeah, and Patriots and playoffs are always a different team. But that's how you. This is how you go ahead and depict guys who are gonna win the Super Bowl. It's those teams that get healthy late. Yeah, that's when they get the ball rolling, man. Mm-hmm. But the good teams, let me say that right. The good teams who are getting healthy late or get those guys off suspension. And, and that's, I said that's another good thing for like Dallas. How right. you were saying with Zeke. I mean, he's had six games where he hasn't been touched. This is so why it's so beautiful for, for Dak to get on his... Um, get, he's getting on his game now. Getting on his game now with the receivers to build that correlation with them. So now when Dak, I mean, when Zeke comes back, you add that other incentive that now these people can't play back. I just hand the ball off. Zeke could take seven. Yeah. But yeah, no, I feel what you're saying, Nose. Um, I will say... Their performance last night has made it 
really difficult for me to decide who's going to win this week with their game. I was pretty sold on something, but I mean, we'll talk about when we get to the actual picks. But like now, like I, I honestly, even right now, I don't know what I'm going to do when we get to it. Um, anything else you wanted to say on it, or? I mean, nah, man. I was, I was. It's scary to see what a team of motivation can do. Right. That Dolphins team that showed up the first half mm-hmm. could be eighty percent in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, I was amazed. Jay Cutler, what? They have a talented Kenyon team. Drake, Kenyon Drake is a monster. They have a they have a talented team. It's always just been execution for them. It proves it proves what all pure Alabama fans were saying that Kenyon Drake should have been the starter and not yeah. Derrick Henry. You know, a lot of a lot of those fans say that. Hmm. I saw I saw flashes last night. I mean, he was he was unbelievable. He was unbelievable. I mean, he went into the half with 120 total yards. He finished with 192. 192 total yards. Um, but a better question for everything. Did you have fun? How Man, listen. You had a good time? I had a really good time. Honestly, Dolphins Was that your fans, first Patriots game? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I'm taking care of the checklist. I, I've gotten to see LeBron play. Well, now you got to go see I, the Patriots at home. Tom Brady played. Now i got to go see them at home. I've yet to be. In, I've, uh, I've yet to be to a Celtics game. See, I've at least to a Red Sox game. Uh-huh. At least you got some time because, like, I want to see Oakland before they move. So like I got like a couple of seasons to try to figure out when I can get out there and yeah, go see them live. You do. <laughs> I do want to go to the Boston game in the, in the Garden. Celtics, yeah. Oh, that'd be lit. Yeah, I would be down to go. Celtics that'd game. Awesome. I've been to a Red Sox game home uh, and away. Balls road trip. Balls road yeah. trip to watch a game in the Garden. Oh, that'd man. be real. If we did that road trip, we should put it on YouTube. For sure. I'd be down. But um, record the podcast while we're on the road. Absolutely. I'd be down for that. That'd be cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, I had a great time. Dolphin fans are not as bad as, as people say. It just depends. It depends on where you sit. Yeah. I saw I saw the best of both worlds. I saw the obnoxious Dolphin fans, and I saw the Dolphin fans who were realistic and just wanted to talk football. It was it was pretty cool. Um, what I will say is, I didn't realize how big the fan base for the Patriots was down here. Oh, it's huge. Listen, man, it's, like it's huge. it was it's, it was just as loud. It's really big. It's huge. It's it's, huge. it's it's honestly, it's the probably the biggest fan base ever. I would know. I'm part of it. It's huge. It's, it's right. giant, it's huge. My personal nobody, good friend Robert Kraft, he has excellent more organization. About the Patriots than I do. <laughs> or nobody knows more about the Trust Patriots me. fan base Trust than me. I do. Trust me. But um, yeah, I mean, it was just as loud. Like when when the Patriots finally got clicking, like to hear the crowd cheer was like, man, like there's almost as much as us as there are them. Yeah. So it, it was exciting, definitely, to be there. Um, the Edmund, the NFL atmosphere is is fun. I, I suggest a lot of people to go catch a game. Also, the game's a whole lot faster. It is in person. Did you see? Than it is. Did you see the snitching hotline that they have in the stadium? Yes. On the screens? Yes. Isn't that the craziest thing ever? Fantastical. You can't taunt. You can't use foul language. Like, what the hell? They're crazy. They're just crazy. But it, it, was, it was fun, man. All right. Good stuff. Um, moving right along. Seattle. Uh, this week they played uh, basically the second coming of, a, of the Seattle defense. Um, and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Honestly, when I look at the Jaguars, I feel like it's a mixture of when the Legion, when the Legion of Boom really started uh, going, and 
the front seven of that 2000 Baltimore Ravens team where you had like Ray Lewis and all that like I was thinking more I was thinking more and this is a defense that doesn't get any love but you can join me on this one because I know you'll agree the defense that they actually remind me of mm-hmm. and I feel like they would have got a lot more love if they would have won that Super Bowl the 49ers defense man from that year when they lost to the Ravens Yep. A lot of people don't talk Ooh, the lights team. turning off. Yes. It's a rig. Yes. I remember that. We're definitely going to win that game. Do you remember that defense? That was a very defense good defense. It was, was really good, man. Mm-hmm. Naval Bowman. The lights um, changed everything. What's my guy from Old Miss? I can't think of his name. Who called the quits early? Oh, um. Who was in the mold of Ray Lewis, but a very youthful version, a bigger version? I know you're talking about. Um. Not Patrick Willis. Yeah, Pat Willis. Pat Willis, Ahmad Brooks. Ahmad Brooks from Virginia. Carlos Rogers. Carlos Mm -hmm. Rogers. Deshaun Goldson, Dante Whitner, Terrell Brown. That 49ers defense was amazing. Yeah, how about put that together? And and the funny thing is, is remember that uh, they they ran. And this is what, this is what lets me know that their defense was really good. They ran a three four defense. But they did not have four down linemen. Alden Smith. Alden Smith, one. That yeah. Was good too. Is he ever? Did he ever get reinstated? He's technically still on our roster, but he hasn't been reinstated yet. They had they had some players, man. They yeah. really did. They man. did. No, yeah. So that was a that's, good defense. That's the defense that they remind me of. Personally. So. I mean, it's one of those things where the safeties don't get much love in Jacksonville, but that's because they don't even have to do much. Because A.J. Bouye and Jalen Ramsey just take the field away from the yeah, quarterback. I was like, looking at Bouye. I do, yeah. There's not too many corners that can make Russell Wilson look foolish. And they picked him off three times, and it just it looked easy for them. That's my dark horse for Super Bowl. I, I told you guys they're a team that can just that can make it, man. If they get, once they get in there, they could do it. Don't let him get a home game either. Ugh. Don't let him get a home game. <laughs> that, juice, that juice is going to be a problem. It could be interesting. This could be a very interesting um, AFC, AFC playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I really wanted to talk about at the game was at the end of the game. Uh, Quentin Jefferson was ejected from the game after there was a little uh, skirmish on the field. Um, to where uh, Michael Bennett and Leonard Fournette got into it with each other. They both got flagged for it. Uh, Sheldon Richardson threw a punch. He got ejected. And then the following play, Quentin Jefferson got ejected. And as Quentin Jefferson was walking off the field, um, someone from the stands threw a beer at him. And that set him off. Mm-hmm. He started walking over to the, to the stands area and he was kind of jawing back and forth with a fan. And then as one of the guys, one of the crew or whatever, the staff was pushing um, Jefferson away, another cup full of liquid came at his head, almost barely, hit him. Yeah, almost hit him. Barely, barely missed him. And that set him off. And he kind of made a break for the stands and tried to climb up into the stands before they eventually you know, pulled him off and stuff. Um, how do you guys feel about that, though? Do you guys feel... Like, he shouldn't have done that. Like, that was, you know, bad on his part. I personally feel like, as a man, I was looking at things as a man first. I understand, you know, they're professional players, stuff like that. But 
you're not going to throw a whole beer at me. You're not going to throw a whole cup full of liquid at me and stuff like that. And say I'm supposed to just take that. I'm going to hit you what? Joe Thomas tweeted out. And I like what Joe Thomas said. Joe Thomas said, as a man, your best attribute, what you're supposed to do as a man, is show your composure, not react. Be smart. Be good enough. Be big enough to walk away. Ooh. To react is to be small. Is to be to show a sign of weakness. I feel you. Like someone else can control you. To be a man is to be like, you know what? You can have that. It don't yeah. affect me. I just made a couple thousand dollars, and you just paid how much for that ticket and that beer? I take it. But I'll you know, cool. but you know, he was already pissed because he had already gotten into it with someone on the field, and he got ejected, so he was already hot. And then to have that, that's just one of them things. Like, yeah, to add it on, that's something that it just pushed you over the edge. I was low-key watching it, hoping for like an NFL version of Malice at the Palace. Oh, Lord. That's the reason why I, I would think. <laughs> I was ready for it. I was he so shouldn't ready have for done it. it because the Malice at the Palace, you don't, that is something that we had to learn from as athletes. Yeah. We don't do that. Even though fans go over the top, sometimes they go, they, you know, some fans that feel like they got a lot invested in yeah. the teams. That fan needs to get in trouble. Period. That fan and, and, and the player should have composed himself. I, I 155,000% agree. Yeah. But the bottom line is is that it is not cool to throw a drink. Especially after one has already been thrown. You already know that this man <clears throat> would hurt you. Why would you antagonize that? Why would you even go for that? That's, that's just crazy. I think that the fact that that those fans even want to get in that place in the first place, you know, that there needs to be more of a discipline protocol for fans. Mm -hmm. I yeah. want to know, did he even get in trouble? I doubt it. I, yeah. who, who's going to snitch on him? All those Jacksonville fans are like, oh, I didn't see nothing. That's what I'm saying. And even if the security caught him, can they arrest him? Probably not. They probably kicked him out of the game, even though the game was practically oh, no. done. They were in Duval. So, yeah. who knows? You know, that's a different breed up there. Right. So, you know, like, <laughs> the, like the, whole, the whole fact of the matter is, is that I completely agree with what Joe Thomas is saying. Like, right. You know, you should you should definitely be able to keep your composure. You are a professional athlete. Yeah, you get, and you're making how much money during that game? Yeah, you're making you're making good money. You know what I mean? And to be to to go into the stands and possibly risk a suspension. Remember, a lot of he's these not guys suspended. He's getting kicked out of the league. Remember, a lot of these guys have incentives tied to games. Wait, you think he's gonna get kicked out of the league for this? No, he wouldn't get kicked. Oh, okay. If he was, was to get in them stands and put hands on any of them fans, they get him. Now, out. do you think he's gonna get suspended for even trying to? No. Like just so. like suspended or anything like that? No. I think so. B, what were you saying? A lot of these, a lot of these players have incentives tied to games. So each game you play, you get more money, more yeah. and more. So each game you start, you get more. Each game you equate your certain number of stats, you get you get more and more money. Mm -hmm. You're gonna try to risk it. In order to have a fan, a disgruntled fan with something that was going on, or he probably bet and then lost a whole bunch of money, which it ain't your fault. Things happen. Sometimes some games you win, some you lose. I feel you. Yeah, man. Cool. Just wanted you guys input. A um, couple quick hits before we move into another thing for the NFL. Um, Devin Hester retired. Uh, arguably one of the best return. Man in the league, most touchdowns at, at anything outside of offensive defense, non offensive yeah. uh, defensive touchdowns. He has 20. While De Randy, I said, De Deion Sanders has 19, yeah. and Rod Woodson had 17. Correct. Um, Devin Hester, aka Mr. Anytime. Yeah, he was definitely a, he was definitely a game changer. One time for Palm Beach County, five six one. Hey. Suncoast. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um, 
Also, Tom Savage. Um, got savagely hit. Yeah, he got jacked up. Um, he got jacked up. Uh, B, I don't know if you saw the play, uh, but he got hit when he was throwing. And he hit the back of his head on the turf. Went to convulsions. And he went to convulsions. His arm started shaking and everything. Like, he was basically like having a seizure on the ground. He stiffened up, too. It wasn't like yeah. shaking like this. It was like... So, obviously, they took him out of the game to put him in concussion protocol. Right. And wouldn't you know it, a little bit later, he went back into the game. And oh. through a completely errant pass. Yeah, and then I they mean, pulled him out. And then they pulled him right back out because they were like, oh, okay. So he started convulsing. And they put him back in the game. Oh, somebody got to lose their job over there. That's what that's what's crazy. And then um, Bill O'Brien, the head coach, when they asked him about it, because they're like, yo, what is, why would he go back in the game? He was like, um, you know, it's my job to coach and, you know. Oh, he got to go get the whole hell out of here. With all this CTE, bro, all like this concussion stuff, you gonna oh get him oh get him out of here, Bill O. But you know what, Bill O'Brien, Bill O'Brien has been in the hot seat with me because he's always been screaming for a quarterback for his type of guy, his type of guy at quarterback. In all actuality, Deshaun Watson wasn't his type of guy. Right. Deshaun Watson won that job by mistake, and when mm-hmm. he won that job, he turned out the way he did, which it's no surprise to us. But remember, when O'Brien, O'Brien got the head job at um, Texans, he would, who did he want? He wanted Mettenberger from Penn Ugh. State because he coached Mettenberger at Penn State. Ugh. He wanted that guy to be the quarterback because he said he has all the NFL intangibles. Someone tell me where Mettenberger's at. Somewhere being trash. We don't know where that guy's at. Canada. So, so Bill O'Brien, you need to go. You need to go get the I help. agree. That, like, he, that was a great... Like, they, they are opening a whole investigation into that. The to. NFL and the NFLPA. They're, all, they're, look, they're both looking, looking into, into it. Looking into him going back into the, into the game? The game. Yeah, they're looking into that whole situation, how it all transpired, and how he went from convulsing on the field to the back, and how he got back into the game. Like, how that was, was even able that to happen. In? Uh, T.J. Yates, I believe. Yikes. T.J. Yates? Yeah, I believe. BYU? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. I think that was, yeah, that's their backup. That's crazy. So, yeah, I just want to say, like, that was wild that that even happened. Um, also, I don't know if you guys saw the highlights, the Bills game, the Bills-Colts game that was played in what looked like a blizzard. Great um, game. So, so that was real? I saw pictures. Yo. That's real? It was amazing. Great game. It was amazing. Shady McCoy went off. He did? Yeah, he, he snapped. He played in the snow. He snapped. Yeah, he played it. Played that pit though. So. But like the snow was literally like over their ankles. Shane McCoy's pit. Yeah. The Shane McCoy's pit, man. He a pit I could have he was Villanova. Oh no. Who am I thinking as Villanova? Brian Westbrook. Okay. Um, but B, it was uh, it was like ankle high, like a little bit higher than ankle. What? And you know, for then like. The road, they're not allowed to plow the field. They can only plow the yard lines. Yeah. So it was just building where people weren't running. Oh, like wow. at points like because and it took forever for them to get into the end zone. Like the final score was, um, was it 13? 13-7. 13-7, Yeah, because it ended in over and they went into overtime in the blizzard. Yeah. So um, like there weren't many touchdowns being scored. So like when they would run into the end zone, man, it was just powder just flying all over the place. And then at the end, it was a really cool scene because uh, Shady ran in the touchdown to end the game in overtime. And uh, 
all the fans just started throwing snow up in the air. It was like confetti, just all the snow that they were everybody was just throwing up and it was great. And like when one of the when the Colts scored their touchdown, mm-hmm. you saw the fans throwing snowballs at the the guy who scored. That's stuff. hilarious. Yeah, it was pretty cool. That's it, was, home it was cool ice. to see. That's I, called home ice advantage. Yeah, like I, I like seeing snow games. That was a little too much because you can't really do anything. Like there couldn't mm-hmm. really be an air attack in that game or anything sure, like that. That game perfect. Perfect. Yeah. No, but it was it was perfect. It was fun to see. You're fun to see. Hey, hey. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. All play, right. Bro. Play. Yeah, just let it play out, bro. Come on, man. Tighten up. <laughs> um, so the last thing I want to touch on. Oh, well, bad choice of words for what I'm about to say. <laughs> last thing I want to touch on for the <laughs> for the NFL is the sexual harassment. <laughs> 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 the sexual harassment claims. Um, <laughs> hey, a former NFL Network employee has come out and said that um, some current and past... Um, employees there, you know, sexually harassed them. Uh, they she name dropped Marshall Falk, Warren Sapp, Donovan McNabb, um, no. Eric Davis, Ike Taylor, Ike Taylor, Heath Evans, Eric Weinberger, uh, just to name Too a few. Too close to um, Those that are still employed there, Marshall Falk, Ike Taylor, and Heath Evans have been suspended, and have, Donovan McNabb and Eric Davis, who are now on ESPN, have been suspended as well. Have you guys read the article? what she said they've done I have not boy what, she, what she, listen she said Ike Taylor son, sent her videos of him showering masturbating whoa um there were several other several others who sent nudes to her who sent nudes to her um another thing Marshall Falk though the story about Marshall Falk was the one that's probably the most outlandish was just how forceful he was. Instead of saying good morning when he sees her, he gropes her boobs or fondles her butt. So she says good morning, he, he walks up. Why do people think this is okay? I, that's what I don't understand. <laughs> Marshall. So in another, in, another inference, he, he goes to her hotel room and just pulls me down and just starts beating it, just like, hey, I'm what? here. And starts pouring at, pouring at her like, I'm I'm reading this. I'm like, dang, Marshall, this is deep. This is crazy. So then I begin to think to myself, you know, just just want to play devil's advocate in this whole thing. A lot of the stuff she's saying, it comes off as if, at one point, she, she 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 was into it. Yeah. As a guy, I'm not saying that I've ever done something like this, but as a guy, you don't go this this all over the top for a girl you've never, or for a girl you, you're just pursuing. You don't just go over the top and start sending things like this and doing these things that she's allegating that they, they, they've done. If I can piggyback off you real quick. Mm-hmm. One thing that always seems weird to me is when it's all these guys are accused of sexually harassing this one girl when there's not more when there's not only one woman who works there you right. know what i'm saying right so it's kind of like are you flirting with them as well right. like you are you about? the one who's like the one step is instigating the, a lot of this like and that's not i'm not trying to like victim bash or anything like that if, yeah. if in fact it's true when they are sexually harassing her then you know they deserve whatever punishment they're getting yeah. but we do have to we don't have all the facts yet 
First off, I hate the I hate that term victim bashing. We live in this very hypersensitive yeah, time you know where you you start saying something. Are you, are you victim bashing? No, I'm stating a fact. Are you opinion. laughing at a woman because she's asking about routes? Yeah, I'm saying. <laughs> yes, I was. But um, <laughs> yes, standing the opinion. Like for example, the girl. I mean, so I'm sorry. The woman stated that Warren Sapp. The reason why Warren Sapp was in there, she was tailoring. So she she what she does is style the clothes. She does wardrobe for. So for she the, does the measurements. Exactly. So she's exactly, <laughs> oh, come on, so dog. yeah, usually you think and, and get this. Come on, dog. So she does measurements and where one of one of the things the incidents with Warren Sapp, what the only incident with Warren Sapp that I read about was where she was located. Her office was located in the bathroom area. What? So Warren Sapp went and used the bathroom. He went and peed and she was saying that's a reference to sexual harassment. And Warren, and then she said she even stated, even quoted what Warren Sapp said, "It's not my fault they put you in terrible work conditions. That they put your job next to where people go use the bathroom. I don't think that's sexual harassment. If I need to go, pee, if you're in the bathroom yeah, and I gotta yeah, pee, why are you in the bathroom when I I'm, gotta pee? I'm gonna be real honest with y'all right now. If I have to piss, I'm gonna piss. Right? Damn all that. It's a bathroom. You have all. Listen, if you're in an office, I'm not gonna go pee in your bush in the corner. I'm gonna no, go to the bathroom. Just like we, we, just like how they used to joke around with the girl who R. Kelly pissed on. I know that's kind of crazy. <laughs> I'm saying this, but she had the right to careful, either, careful. She had the right to either stand there or move. She didn't have to take it. Same thing with this. Same thing with this woman. If you if you see one side, about to go ahead and take a piss, just leave. That's it. <laughs> you gonna stand there so you can go ahead and you can blow, blow this bomb on him later. Oh, sexual harassment. Got Warren Sapp. He just did this to me. You dropped the bomb on. Me. Now here's here's what I'm here's what I'm gonna say. And 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 I don't want to be. I don't want to reiterate what you guys are saying. Um, I feel like it's stupidity on both parts. I feel like she's stupidly trying to get your check mm-hmm. because I feel like some of these situations that she's describing, they're so extreme that it should have been important. It should have been reported a long time ago. Oh, another little tidbit before you go. She was she had been fired from said job from st- for stealing clothes. Right. So she, you're saying that you didn't report anything when this man walked up and was grabbing your chest, right? Or or your backside, but you're reporting it now. When all these other people around the world are blowing the whistle on these people in media and stuff like that, but and then she names seems a little, she, seems, that seems a little convenient. The thing is that you gotta really ask yourself: you name like she's name dropping a collective group of individuals that work at the same place. To me, that it just then, it sounds crazy. Even if even if it's true, I'm not saying that it's not true or anything like that. Or my tone shouldn't be taken that as if I don't believe or anything like that. I'm just saying it sounds crazy. We as don't hell. know the facts. And then on top of yeah, that, if yeah. Marshall, if Marshall Falk really did what they saying, he he, he tripping because you hey, yeah. you shouldn't be pulling out that meat if yeah. it don't look sweet. So <laughs> like at the end of the day, Sad like story. I'm not quite understanding what's going on. Like you don't just walk into a room and just be like, yeah, meat. Ugh, I'm pointing at you, Shardy. Like wait a minute, no. Right. Yeah, oh, I'm not going to pull up to no 50-year-old and start doing something like this. I don't know if you guys know she's 50. I'm not saying that plays a part, but I'm giving you guys more information. Hmm. Just giving people more information to think about. She's 50. Hmm. Is she bad? I got a picture. She's 50. I'm sorry, fans and listeners, whatever. You, I, mean, I was just doing my due diligence because of the show, and I needed to know. And so, I, so I, as I'm gathering this information, I wanted to, you know, connect all the dots and... and 
really put them together. And what I found, I found it to be a little crazy. Now, um, let me see. <laughs> I can't. Um, one thing I will say, if, 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 let me just say it loud and clear into the mic, if she is lying, that's really effed up of her because now she's costing people their well-being and their job yeah, and stuff because like that. You're taking credit, and you're taking credit, credibility away from the people who when, actually went through something. Because I'm not saying none of these things happened, but if it was consensual and you were into it, you can't go saying sexual harassment now. Why? If that's if, not that's not fair. If it's sexual harassment from all these people, wouldn't it be full circle for pretty much every girl who worked there? Why is it just? I'm just giving you more of the side. We, we need to be able to paint pictures on both sides. Boom, boom, and then if I was it. them, I would say she sexually harassed me. She told me to grab her titty. I didn't feel comfortable. It, 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 and but I did because she told me to. But like to go back, what I said about this hypersensitive world we live in now. Because it's time of... I feel like social media play, plays a big part on the um, the hypersensitivity of the world. Mm-hmm. But it's at the point you can't even say hello to a co-worker now. Because that thing might be loaded. It might be a loaded gun. Oh, he said hello to me some right. in some vulgar way and I feel unsafe. Did you smile at me? He smirked when he waved. He pointed and winked. Wait, what? There was something in my eye. <laughs> It's just my contact with effing up. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. Oh, oh, I bumped into her. I didn't see her. My eyes were closed. Right. It it just it gets way out of hand, and it, but if it is going on in the workplace, ladies, we are saying report that dude. Don't right away though. Report it right away. If it happens, report it right away. Yeah, we're not we're not at any point saying keep that to yourself. Don't tell us so. No. Because it looks kind of crazy if you hold on to it for this long. And then when you see all these other people accusing people and they're getting their 15 minutes of spotlight, then all of a sudden you want to come out and be like, oh, yeah, I was sexually harassed too. And it's like, all right, it looks suspect. I'm just saying how it looks. Once again, this is all allegedly, we don't have all the facts. Just looking at it from face value, it looks a little crazy. Right. Oh, so you wait until everybody go ahead and get sexually uh, uh, harassed to say yeah but I don't know I don't have much else to say on it Nels well hopefully in the coming days we'll get more information right I want to hear I want to hear the story unfold first before I say my full before I unload the full clip oh I feel you I just needed to be pointed at somebody first hey um okay so that being said uh do you guys have any other NFL tidbits before we get into the picks no that's it. Okay. So, we got some good games this week. We'll start things off with Thursday night football. Uh, we have the 4-9 and nine Broncos at the 3-10 and 10 Colts. I'm going Broncos. Did you say the records? The 4-9 and nine Broncos. No, I'm saying like the records for everybody. Oh, you're right. My Hello. bad. Okay, so last week I didn't do so well. Um, you guys both went nine and seven. I went six and ten. That's a playoff run. Whoa. Yeah, I I took a bad last week. Not That's a not a playoff run. So that brings the overall record. Nels is up front. He's one twenty five and sixty eight. I'm one nineteen and seventy four, and B's one sixteen and seventy seven. I'm in there. Yeah. 
So I'm six games back, and then B, you're three games back from me. So, still time. We can still make things shake. You said I'm three games back from you? From me, yeah. Oh, I'm about to get in this mix. Yeah, so we got 4-9 Broncos at the 3-10 and 10 Colts. I take the Broncos. I'm... Did the Colts win last week? No, they lost they the game lost in the, Buffalo uh, in that Buffalo. blizzard. So it's kind of oh. like, can't really blame them for that. There was really not. <laughs> that was just one of the things. Let's go, let's go. Broncos quarterback. Uh, Simeon. That's playing something such a role to me. Is um the chain snatcher back? Yes. Let's go Broncos. I always go with the goon. I'm thinking... Um, Broncos. It's at it's it's at uh it's at Indy. It's at Indy. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Mm. Broncos. They had a good showing against the what was the Jets? Yeah, they did. They had a good little showing. So. Okay. Now this week we have two games on Saturday. Oh. Yeah. Um. We have the four and nine Bears at the seven and six Lions. Bears. That might be a good pick. Mm. That might be a good game. I don't really think I'm thinking this through. Uh, what are their records? Four and nine for the Bears, seven and six for the Lions. Crazy how the Lions fell off, huh? Yeah. They were they're hot. still there, but they're still there. Yeah. Yeah. They were hot. They're holding on by a thread, but they're still I there. I kind of want to say Detroit because Golden Tate was out here tweeting AB. He was like, bro, just stop because I'm trying to catch up. But nah. <laughs> He said, sorry, trying to catch up what? Because I think the touchdowns? Touchdowns oh. and receiving receiving yards, too. Yeah. He, Believe it or not, yards. a lot of receivers tweet AB. Yeah. He just retweets all of it. AB, he doesn't <laughs> answer any of it? No, he does. He, he just yeah. retweets it and he, he replies back. I'm going to go on them. I'm going to go Bears. You're going Bears? Okay. I'm going Lions at home. Is Trubisky... Who, who's the quarterback? Bears. Trubisky. Trubisky. He, had, he played a great game Trubisky. last week. Yeah. They, they, they let, the, they let the, the reins loose. Yeah. That's why I want to go Bears. I think it's kind of... Whack. I hate that they do that with... with they, he just like needs that. help at receiver. He just needs help oh, at tremendously. receiver. Oh, tremendously. But I hate how they do that. They waited till real late to let him take the reins off. Yeah. yeah. Jordan Howard snapped. Jordan Howard like had 200 yards rushing or something like that. Like he went off. He's been um, balling this whole year. Yeah. Saturday night is a game I'm really interested in. Um, seven and six Chargers at the seven and six Chiefs. Jeez, Chargers Chiefs. are still certain. You guys going Chiefs? Mm-hmm. I'm going Chargers. They're they're gaining momentum. Jimmy is working, isn't he? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, the six and seven Dolphins at the seven and six Bills. Now the Bills are on their third quarterback. I don't know if. Peterman's going to be good enough to play this week, but they're on Joe Webb. Oh, Joe Webb for a minute. They play that Minnesota Vikings? Yes. Let's do it. Let's I'm, go with Joe I'm going to go with the, the Bills just because I don't know what the weather's going to be like. And the Buffalo in December is always hard to play. Yeah. It's not like they have a bad defense. And Joe Webb, all you guys do is manage the game, baby. Take so we're all going Bills? Bills. Yeah, Bills. Okay. All right. Up next, we have the returning Aaron Rodgers, the 7-6 and six Packers at the nine and four Panthers. Carolina. This could be uh Is that Carolina? Yeah. This is make or break for the Packers. If they don't win this, I think they're eliminated. And then he gets to play spoiler for everybody else. You should never want So B's going Panthers. 
I'm gonna go Packers. See, cause here's what's going through my mind. Packers got that yeah, decent running back. Forget mm-hmm. his name, but he's he's straight. He's straight. He yeah. does what a running back's supposed to do. Um, Panthers have Jordan Stewart, who snapped. Or Jonathan Stewart, sorry. Jonathan Stewart. Stewart. He snapped last uh, week Devontae, Devontae Adams has been doing his thing. Been doing his thing. Funches is stepping up. Jordy Nelson has been chilling this whole season. And now he gets his quarterback back. Randall Cobb has been pretty much chilling this whole season. And he gets his quarterback back. Because Randall Cobb Panthers, too slow. Panthers have a good defense. They do. Now, the thing about Rodgers is, is... How good is that arm? But he's... I think he's cautious enough to come back healthy, healthy. I don't think he's coming back like on a limb. This is true, but all it takes is one hit. I'm, I'm still going Packers. I'm just saying. I'm just giving you the. I'm playing devil's advocate from both sides. No, no I hear you. Yeah. No, you know if the lineman lands on him, that's done. You know they're no. gonna be saying. You know they're gonna be sending uh, Keekly. No, absolutely no. Well, they don't send their linebackers that much. I'm a yeah. best believer. Carolina they're, 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 they're do not blitz. No, they don't blitz. no. They like they to sit Davis and keep lead in coverage a lot. They don't need to blitz with, with linebackers like that. Coverage sacks. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if the Packers win, but I'm gonna go Carolina. Okay. Uh, the seven and six Ravens at the zero and thirteen Browns. Honestly, I think last week was the Browns' last chance. Never. Cleveland rocks. Oh, my gosh. B's going Cleveland. Baltimore. B's saying it's bound to happen. Well, Baltimore Browns? I'm going Baltimore Ravens as well. The Baltimore Browns, baby. All right. Or wouldn't it be the Cleveland Ravens? Cleveland Ravens. The Cleveland Ravens. The 4-9 Texans at the 9-4 Jags. I think the Jags are going to clinch. Jags clinch. Jags, baby. Let's go Duval County. Everything, that'd be great because everything in Florida is it's like it's gonna be booming, man. Right. The five and eight Bengals at the ten and three Vikings. Vikes. Vikings. Vikings. You ain't gonna ask me that. <laughs> the five and eight Jets at the nine and four Saints. 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 Because the J E T S sucks, sucks, sucks. Yep. The eleven and two Eagles. At the two and eleven Giants, Eagles. 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 The Aguilas. Nelson Aguilar plays for the Eagles. The six and seven Cardinals at the five and eight Redskins. I'm gonna go Cardinals. Cards. Cardinals. They had a great week last week. Yeah. Um, a potential game of the week: uh, the nine and four Rams at the eight and five Seahawks. Ooh. Yeah. It's going to be a good game. So Rams and Seahawks? Mm-hmm. At Seattle. Seattle. Seahawks. Defense. Oh, I don't know. <sighs> They're both coming off a loss. Wait, Seattle or Rams? Uh-huh. <sighs> Rams. Rams got to establish themselves. So you're going Rams? That's actually, actually it's a tough. good one. That's tough, yeah. I'm gonna roll. Let's go see. I'm going Seattle. I, I'm, I'm saying Seattle dude, I'm because Seattle with the Rams. Seattle is the dark horse. Yeah. Rams. 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 Gonna get in, but Seattle. And they are at home. Seattle is at home, so yeah. it's, it's a, 
Yeah, that 12 minutes. And it's a divisional game, so you never really know how it's going to shake out. Rams offense showed me a lot. Too much. They showed me a lot. Yeah, too much. So I'm I'm going Rams. I can understand that. I'm going Rams. It's going to be it's going to be a good game. I want to see a high scoring game. I want to see what they do. It's either going to be really high scoring or it's going to be really low scoring. It's one. It's one of those two. I think it's going to be really high scoring, or the Rams are going to win in a blowout. Yikes. Okay. If 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 what's his name? Uh, the defense tackle for uh, uh, Aaron Donald. If he could get to Russell a lot, he is nasty. Good. And then great hands. The other the potential greatest. game of the week: the ten and three Patriots at the eleven and two Steelers. Now, had you asked me two weeks ago who I would choose, I would have said the Steelers, uh, just because their defense on point. Offense on point. I just feel like they would have been able to handle the Patriots. Then they lost Shazier, and they struggled defensively against the Ravens this past week. You could definitely tell like they missed him on the field. Um, they weren't the same. So then I was like, oh, man, I think the Patriots are going to have their way, especially since they're going to get Gronk back. But then I saw how they played against the Dolphins, so now I'm still like, I, I don't know. Uh, at the end of the day, I think it's going to be a shootout. And who I would take in a shootout between those two teams is the Steelers. Mm-hmm. If, it's, if it's a shootout. Yeah, I think that's what's going to be. I think the defenses are both susceptible. Um, and I just think it's it's going to come down to which offense can get get hot first. And I, I just think the Steelers can do it. They've shown me more, so I'm more like Steelers. Patriots are going to have to do something no team in the league has done yet. Stop, baby. No. Well, not even stop AB. It's a matter of getting I hate the both Steelers, these teams, by the way. <laughs> getting the Steelers to win using Bryant and Juju. Juju is free. He was suspended. Yeah, yeah throw the house throw the house at throw the house at A B, throw the house at Le'Veon, and see what's going on. Because another thing I didn't even bring up in the Dolphins Patriots debacle. I know for a fact watching that game, they did not game plan for Kenyon Drake. Yeah. I I money. I'll throw bank I'll throw bank money. Do you think they were kind of already looking past that game or no? You think they just weren't game planning right? I mean it's it's, it's actually if you want to look past it's, the game, the that's Belichick, the game. You want to it's the Belichickian thing to do. That's so the game. It's not the look. first time he's done that. Yeah. Think about before most big games he usually because whatever. Because even though they're now a game back from the Steelers, if they win this game, they're tied with the Steelers and they're over the Steelers with the tiebreaker. So, if they win the game, they will still retake the number one seed. To lose to Miami sets you up psychologically because not every, some people yeah. writing you off. So, so that loss doesn't hurt the Patriots. The loss it's a, doesn't it's really mystique. hurt the Patriots yeah, in that it's regard. Mystique. So, I'm taking Patriots in this one. I'm, okay. I'm going to take Patriots simply because if it's a shootout, Steelers aren't going to win. Steelers have, yeah, if it's a shootout, Steelers are not going to win. They're okay. not. Because the thing about the teams is that they barely beat in shootouts. They're not better than Patriots. So, I don't think you guys got enough juice if it's a shootout, but I think you guys are going to win, win, win the game, though. You don't think we got enough juice for the shootout? They got a lot of weapons, man. Ben, ben Rapersberger, he got too much weapons. Ben Rapersberger, oh my oh. God. All right, we, moving on. Whoa. We got the 8-5 Titans at the 3-10 49ers. Oh, the 49ers. They're going to they're gonna take basically the Titans out of the playoffs here. 
Um, oh, with Jimmy G. Jimmy G, man, he had a good game. I gotta go with Jimmy G too. Yeah. Sweet, I like the forty nine. The sweet man. songs of Jimmy G. Yeah, and the Titans just still—they're eight and five, like, but they're not that great. I don't understand. Like, their great. record, they're just watching. They're not that good. I like, I like them though. But I'm gonna go Jimmy G. Yeah. Um, Grah. All right, we got Sunday Night Football: the seven and six Cowboys at the six and seven Raiders. Who? Cowboys. Against the who? The Raiders. <laughs> oh, that sounds funny. <laughs> it's your team. You get your team. And his team don't play my team. So if your team loses to his team, your team lost to both our team. That's crazy, dog. That's crazy. Okay. So who are you picking? It's crazy. I don't know. Obviously, I'm going Raiders. He's going Cowboys. So who are you? Oh, y'all made me the tiebreaker? I mean, it's not really a tiebreaker because they're going to play Ooh. each other. Oh. I see I'm the tiebreaker. I honestly think the Cowboys are going to win, but, like, I I have to. I have to. Tiebreaker. I'm going Cowboys. Okay. And then Monday Night Football, the 8-5 and five Falcons at the 4-9 and nine Bucks. Falcons. Falcons. Bucks. Falcons. I was like, whoa. All right. Them's is the picks. And we are done with the NFL. Nels? No, we're not done with the NFL. Whoa. One thing, one thing I want to bring up is how a lot of people are upset about like how Tom Brady could chew out Daniels on the sideline and Odell Beckham going off on the sidelines. He gets looked at as he needs to grow up. Tom Brady doesn't get told he needs to grow up. They say words like, that's his compassion, his competitive nature. We for talked the about game. that last week. Mm-hmm. Did we? Yeah. I was. We had a whole thing about it. Yeah, we had all. Yeah, Nels. We had, cause I remember I asked Nels because he's a Patriots fan and how he feels about that. That whole agreed. was yeah. that going over my head. But did you see what has happened since then? Odell posted the video, the side by side videos. He did a video a showing Tom, what Tom Brady does and then what he does, and it's like literally like the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. And then and then he wrote as caption on the video said, "Chasing the goat." That's what. Yeah. He tweets a lot because yeah. he's hurt. He's on Twitter like nobody's business. He was tweeting during the Miami Dolphins getting Patriots game about his boy Juice, and then it, this past weekend was a whole bunch of uh, conversation about that. Like, how is it any different from what I'm doing? I'm very passionate. I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated because it isn't going good. Same thing Tom Brady does when it isn't going right. Face it. Something's going wrong. Facts. Um, Well, um, beyond that, I mean, NBA. NBA is is moving and grooving. Um, We're getting closer to the All-Star break where things are going to turn around. I think I'm going to wait until the football season is officially over and we just got basketball for me to go on my rant. For sure. And I'm going to do that. I'm going to wait because I feel like the rant will mean so much more during that time. Um, Dragon Ball Dragon Ball Z is still the greatest TV show to ever grace a television screen. Never seen it. Over for the bait. Dragon Ball Z. Never seen it, so I disagree. You're pretty much saying debate me, bro. Open for debate. I tweeted this earlier this morning, saying it now via podcast, universe. Open for debate. 
Never seen it, so I disagree. Mm. Sit down for an episode. Be mesmerized, young sir. No, I'm good. Goku, yeah, mean, the, le- Goku the greatest, the greatest father in the world. Well, in the East Boston is number one. Okay. In the West Houston is number one. Gordon takes the game behind. Kawhi Leonard came back, your boy. Yeah, Kawhi. He was um, over there studying tapes with my boy. Cleveland is 28 now. They went on a 10-game winning streak, so they won 11 out of the last 12. You know what's crazy is that I feel like Cleveland well, had. 10 out of the last 11. I, I feel like they have to do that. But you want to know what's crazy, They though? can't just play ball. You want to know what's crazy, though? Um, 10 of those, out of the last 10, they went 9-1, and one, right? Guess how many of those teams had a record above 500? Oh, no. One. Oh, guess, guess who that one, that one loss was against? Who? That team with an above 500 record. Their their 10-game winning streak was against teams below 500 record. So it kind of invalidates what's going on. Because remember, a lot of them were just East teams, East doormat teams. So with that being said, we still got a long, long way to go. And uh, I was going to rant today about something NBA-related, but I'm, I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it. All right. All right. Um, I respect it. I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty much it for me, big dog. Well, y'all ain't got nothing else, Nels. Well, you know, you guys make sure that you subscribe and give us five stars on the Apple Podcast Diverse and also on uh, SoundCloud. If you want to uh, email us uh, any questions or, or we would like any questions. thoughts, opinions, whatever, you can hit us up at balls sports podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at balls underscore podcast. And you can also find us on Instagram at balls underscore sports underscore podcast. And I mean that's that's pretty much about it, man. We just out here, you know what I'm saying? Another one down. You know Send us I mean? questions. Another we love topics. Mm, 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 mm. All right, hello, scallywags. Get off our line. Do do do. Bye. Bye. Tizzy was great. <laughs>